Good morning, good evening, and good night, world. Welcome back. This is the Sabali Podcast. I'm your host, Deontay Nelson, and this is volume 28. Oh, man. Coming a long way. Coming a long way, man. Um, Shit. Hope everybody doing good. Um, It's... uh, it's been a while. I mean, I didn't um, do a episode last week. You know, got a little bit busy with life and a whole bunch of other things. You know, that got in the way. But um, here this week now. So uh, let's get right into it, man. I'm gonna go ahead and go to this first topic just to get it out the way. You know, uh, last week was you know election day was last week. And um, yeah, I went down and voted on election day, and um, it wasn't a smooth process. You know, I um, the first time I voted was in 2016, and um, I was working at the post office at the time, so I had to go on my lunch break. You know, which was kind of crazy. I, I still don't understand why. Why you know um, there isn't. There isn't a, uh, why the election day isn't, you know, considered a day off because, you know, it's a, it's an important day. And I feel like that should be like, you know, a typical American holiday, you know, where people are not working and, you know what I mean? Trying to go out and vote instead of trying to, you know, do it, do it while they're on lunch or something like this, um, having to take a day off and not get paid for it. That should be a paid holiday. But that's a whole nother story. So I went down there, stood in line. The line's moving pretty, pretty decent. And um, I get up to the front and the guy was, you know, he takes my little, give my information, whatever. And he's kind of like looking at Shreen all weird. And he calls some lady over there and she comes over there and you know, trying to talk to him and help him out. And they tell me, you know, oh, it looks like you already voted today. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't. I was like, no, no, ma'am. I did not vote today. I said, you know, this is my first time coming up here, you know, to vote. I was like, um, I have not voted yet. So she got on the phone. She's calling whoever she has to call. I'm sitting there waiting. She called like three different numbers, three different people or something. And I'm just sitting there waiting. And um, so... I'm just like wondering, like, no, like, man, this is crazy, you know, because I've heard about, you know, stories about, you know, about voter suppression and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I knew nothing about it, really, because I had never experienced it or knew anybody that had experienced it. But I experienced that day. It wasn't like nobody was like trying to stop me from voting or like some overt racism or something like that. But it's just some subtle is, you know. Going up there and, and and being told that I already voted when I knew I did not vote. So, you know, I'm standing there and I'm, and I asked the lady, I said, hey, I said, am I the first person that this happened to today? You know, saying that, you know, being told that they had already voted. And she goes, heck no. She said, it's, I've dealt with hundreds of people today, you know, that's had this issue. I'm like, hundreds? She's like, yeah, hundreds. So I'm, I'm just doing the math in my head, like, all right, she's one of, very many people that's helping people vote for herself 
has dealt with, you know, hundreds of people, hundreds of people with this same situation alone. You know, there's no telling how many people that came into the little one spot that I went to vote for and dealt with that. You know, thousands of people, you know, and it was, it was just crazy. I'm like, wow, this is really this is really happening. So she got whatever she had to figure out, figured out. And um, I had to do my my voting the old fashioned way on a piece of paper, filling, you know, filling out the ballot on a piece of paper instead of doing it electronically. You know, but then I also got told I had to go down to the the uh, election office downtown within 10 days, you know, to verify that it was me, you know, that that uh, voted, you know, because it was just crazy, man. <laughs> like I today, I mean, I still don't I mean, I believe it because it happened to me. It's still just like, wow, that really happened. Like, I really got told that, you know, I had already voted when I did not already vote. So. But thankfully, you know, all went as well as it could. And, you know, got that guy up out of there. Well, he's still in there for now. But, you know, everything went well. And, you know, the other gentleman won. But that still doesn't mean that, you know, everything is all fine and dandy now. Like, you know, work still got to be put in. This is just the first building block of that work, you know, that's um, needing to be put in. And also, you know, last week was also when um, I had my had my last day in my old, old uh, job last week as well. You know, I was um, I was in a I was driving semis, man. And uh, it was great money. I mean, I, I encourage anybody, you know, if you haven't you know, troubles of finding employment, uh, get into transportation, man, get into transportation. You can make some real good money, you know, especially if you don't mind being on the road and you like somebody who loves, you know, just being to yourself and you want to get on the road, you can get on the road and make some real good money. Now me, as far as myself, you know, um, I was cool with it, but you know, I was spending so much time at work and, uh, you know, it wasn't fulfilling me. Like, you know, I, I'm at the age, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 30 next month. And, you know, I'm at that point in my life where I want to do work where I feel like it's fulfilling to me. And then I'm making a difference in a positive way in helping others, you know, cause I, I love to help people when I, when I can, you know, like I'm, I'm learning slowly, but surely, you know what I mean? That I can't, I can't help nobody truly until I help myself first and you know that's I used to always look at that as me just being selfish you know looking out for myself first before I look out for other people but it's just like no I got to put myself in a position to be able to help but I can't help you if I'm trying to help myself you know that's it's just gonna be hurting you know the both of us so I got out of that field because you know I got tired of you know just being at a job I wanted a career and um, that's what I'm going after. You know, I want a career. I want to I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to run my own businesses. You know, I, I don't I don't want to be making a crazy amount of money. I'm not money hungry, but I want to make a, a nice living to where I can, you know, I can build something up, you know, with, with good equity in it and, you know, leave a good le- legacy for my kids to 
you know, follow into or give them some type of blueprint to do whatever they want to do, whatever that is in life as they get older. But I also want to be able to control my time, you know, because just being at a job, you don't control your time. At least at least for me, that's how I feel like, you know, just being at a at a nine to five, like you're there, you know. That's that's what you're there for. You're there for that nine to five. So you don't control your time. They control your time. Like they tell you that you are. You can you hear from this time to this end of the time and you can take a lunch at this time, you know, which there's nothing wrong with that. If, if you can deal with that type of structure, I mean, more power to you like that's That's not a negative thing. You know, if you if that's what you prefer. But for me, for myself, that's not what I prefer. You know, I prefer to be in control of my schedule so I can, you know, do what I want. You know, like one of my uh, one of my favorite lines from a, a rapper named Fonte from the group Little Brother. He said, you ask me what I'm doing tomorrow. My only response is whatever the fuck I feel like, you know, and that's the that's the model I want to live by for the rest of my life. You know, you ask me what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm doing stuff that I want to do tomorrow. I'm not doing something that I'm have to do or obligated to do. You know, I'm doing what I want to do. So if I want to, you know, do this tomorrow, do whatever that is tomorrow, I'm going to do that. You know, not because this is it's what I have to do, but, you know, it's what I have to do and what I want to do are one and the same, you know, and, and doing my old jobs and everything else like that wasn't those that wasn't the case it was me just doing what I had to do like I got into trucking just because I knew I could make better money than what I was making at the time and that's exactly what happened but you know it wasn't it wasn't worth it like I remember I used to work for this company man and uh, I was living in Bloomington but my job was in Greenwood now, Greenwood is just a little suburb on the bottom side of Indianapolis. But, um, you know, I was doing regional driving. Regional driving is like, you know, you out on the road, but you're not on the road all week. You know, you're away from home. Probably about two, two or three days out the week, I'm away from home. And, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't bad to pay. Really, it was, it was probably the best job out of all the trucking jobs I had. Pay wise, you know, I was making real great money, but I was I was away from home. So, you know, I would my route was, you know, Monday I was in I was going from Greenwood to Chicago. That pretty much took all day, because if you ever drove to Chicago, you know, in the middle of the day, that's traffic, you know, and also being in the semi, you know, because, you know, I drive to Chicago I drive back. I get to you know get back to Greenwood, go back home to Bloomington. Tuesday, I did you know some local driving around Indianapolis, but you know Wednesday through Friday, I was back and forth between Greenwood and Detroit. You know, so that's a lot of driving, man. So that's how my Wednesday, you know, I drive up to Detroit, do my work up there. You know, then uh. I leave Detroit. I always stopped in Napoleon, Ohio, and I only stopped there because that was like that was like the halfway point or somewhat halfway point, you know, from between Detroit and Greenwood. But 
Napoleon also was Napoleon, Ohio was also the place where like they had like um, the only hotel that had semi truck and parking for me. So, you know, I'll go park there, I'll stay the night at the hotel in Napoleon, Ohio. Wake up Thursday morning, drive from Napoleon, Ohio to Greenwood, you know, to do my work there. Then I drive from Greenwood back to Napoleon, Ohio, Thursday night. I stay at the hotel Thursday night. I wake up Friday morning at 4.30. I got to be out of the hotel room by 5 in the morning, you know, because... Napoleon to Detroit is a two-hour drive, you know, but I got to count for Detroit's traffic in the morning. So, you know, my goal is to get to the place that I'm going to in Detroit by eight o'clock. So, you know, I give myself that hour, the hour of time for, you know, to account for sitting in traffic. You know, I get to the place that I want to get to at eight o'clock in Detroit. You know, I'm there for about an hour max. I leave Detroit. You know, about nine o'clock, nine fifteen at the very latest. You know, heading back to uh, Greenwood, Indiana. You know, nonstop. So that's literally about five and a half, a six-hour drive nonstop from Detroit to uh, Greenwood. And I get to Greenwood. I do my work there. I leave Greenwood from Greenwood back to Bloomington, and that's an hour drive. You know what I mean? Then I get to Bloomington. I get all my stuff for the weekend because I'm going to stay in Evansville, which is home. You know, I'm going to stay here for a weekend. And then I drive from Bloomington to Evansville. That's, you know, an hour and 45 minutes, two hours, you want to say. You know what I mean? That's all in one day. You know, from pretty much every Friday I drove from I drove from Detroit pretty much to Evansville every Friday just to be with my kids, man. You know, so. There's there's nothing I wouldn't do to make sure that you know at the end of the day, you know I, I accomplish my goals and get to my kids. My kids are what what's matter what matters the most to me. You know, spending that time with them. You know, there wasn't a Friday that I didn't make it to get my kids. You know, my kids knew that Friday come that daddy's gonna get out. I might get there a little bit later than usual sometimes because I'd be tired, man. But you know. I'm going to get there. At the end of the day, I'm going to get that to my kids, and they always know that. You know, but, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot of mileage I'm putting on the road. That's a lot of driving I was doing to myself. And I eventually went back to just driving local. By local, I just mean just, just being in Indiana. Sometimes I would go out of Indiana. You know, I go to Nashville. I go to uh, Dayton, Ohio. You know, but most of the time I was just, I go to Illinois sometimes as well. Uh, Yeah, you know, but. For the most part, I stayed in Indiana, and uh, it was good money, man. But it just wasn't wasn't cutting it no more. Like doing jobs like that was cool for me when I was young. I didn't have no kids, you know what I mean? Like when I was buying up shoes, man. Like before I had kids, I was a shoe holic. Actually, my best friends they'll tell you I had a walk-in closet full of shoes like this is like life before kids like life before kids it was cool it was great like I had a blast <laughs> not gonna lie man like I had a whole blast like I was young I had my dream car I had a Camaro you know what I mean and I was buying all the shoes I want me and the, the FedEx and the UPS dudes on a first name basis because they was popping up in my house you know 
with new boxes that I was buying from my guy down in Miami, my guy John. And uh, then also when I was working at the post office, I met my guy Los, and Los is pretty much just like me, old school dude, shoeaholic. And I, when I met him and John, the, boy, I was running it up. I ain't, I ain't had no responsibilities, man. I was young. I did it right. I mean, I pay all my bills, and I still got bread left. Oh, man, psh, I bought some shoes. And I was buying shoes that people couldn't find. That was my thing. I enjoyed the, the hunt, the journey of finding a, a rare shoe. You know what I mean? And I was I was wild, man. Like I had, The most I had at one point in time was 98 pair of shoes. And I knew it got bad when like they started spilling out the out the shoe claws that I had. Cause the shoe claws, it was, you walked in it. And I was like, man, yeah, this is this is bad. But I always knew that, you know, when either if I ever hit a hard time or anything like that, that I was gonna sell them shoes. And nobody believed me until the time came when I like, you know, when I found out that I was gonna be a father, and I was like, oh, whoops. This this thing is done. <laughs> so I started selling shoes. I sold. I, I don't have. I maybe have like nine pairs of shoes now, if that. And I only wear like four. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not that guy no more, man. But I, I mean, I still love shoes. Like I'm still a nerd about shoes. Like you know, me and my best friend Denzel, we talk about shoes. Shit. <laughs> You know, we some old heads, but we still we still love the. You know I mean, we still love shoes just because that was our thing. But I don't buy shoes like that. And it's funny when I meet people that I haven't seen in a while that knew me from when I was in that phase of my life back then. Like, oh man, you still got all them shoes? I'm like, no nah, man, I got kids now. I don't, <laughs> I don't do that no more, man. I'm an old head. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't mess with shoes like that no more. But it was, you know, it was, a, it was a part of my life. That was that was me at that time. It was fun though. But it's it's not me now. Like now I'm more about you know learning stuff that's that's gonna help me better myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm more into reading books now. I'm more into learning about learning about stuff, man. Stuff that I, I know that's gonna help me in the long run rather than something that's just gonna help me for the meantime or something that's just what's um, the topic of discussion right now and stuff like that, you know. But there's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all, but that's just not me. And, um, yeah, it's just crazy when I when I do look back at myself and how I was with shoes and all that stuff, that's, it's just pretty hilarious to me because I'm not that way now. Not even in the slightest, but... So yeah, I said all that coming from me saying that I left my job last week. Well, I mean, I didn't left. I put in my notice, two weeks notice. Well, I gave him a four weeks notice, honestly. Gave him a four weeks notice and stayed an extra day because they needed the help. So that's just who I am, man. I'll help when I can. I'll help when I can. If I can't help right then and there, I'll at least try to find you some way to get that help. But yeah, yeah, I just I just want more I just want I just want more fulfilling things in life. I just want more happiness out of doing things that's gonna keep me away from my kids. 
You know, if I'm going to be away from my kids, I want it to be for a purpose. I don't want to just be at job at a job. Um, wishing I wasn't at that job. You know, it's not a good way to live, man. And I wasn't wasn't in the greatest of spaces, and I didn't want to stay in that space, so I just changed my space. And you know, it's not perfect now, but one day at a time, man. One day at a time. Got to keep going. You know, it's. It's not as bad and the world ain't as crazy as it was yesterday, but it's still crazy. But you got to keep going through it. Keep going through the shit. You know, and uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like I got everything. (laughs) I feel like I got everything out for this episode that I I felt the need to get out. So and um far as the uh, the book of the week, you know, um, I have not finished, man. I, that's how much stuff has been going on in my life right now. I have not finished uh, the book Unlearned yet. You know, I'm, I'm halfway through it. You know, my, I'll definitely be through it about the next episode. And, um, you know, I'll, um, I'll definitely, definitely, uh, keep you guys updated you know the next episode about that book you know i feel like it's gonna be definitely it's definitely gonna be a book that i i keep reverting back to just because stuff that i I learned in it man it's so prevalent to my life right now and uh it's stuff in there for you to practice you know and then i feel like i i definitely need some things in my life right now to practice and uh so yeah, that book is titled, you know, it's titled Unlearn. It's by Humble the Poet. You know, I, I actually need to buy that book, the actual book, because the book I have of that, the book that I have is just the uh, the ebook, and I have it on my phone. But I want the actual physical copy as well, so I'll I'll buy that eventually. But uh. I will give you guys a heads up, you know, for the next book that I am going to, am going to read, you know, once I, uh, finish, once I finish up with Unlearn, my next book is going to be called, no, not my, not my next book, but the next book that I'm going to, uh, get into once I finish up. Unlearn is a book titled Fuck Feelings, and it is by Michael Michael and Sarah Bennett. Uh, I bought this book a few years back. Now, I skimmed through it a little bit just because of the title, you know, and it, and it grabbed my attention with the title, of course, but I, um, I've never gone through it completely, so... I will definitely start this book and um, next week I will get back to you guys once I finish it and I will have a review on this book. So I will put in the description, both of these books, I'll put the uh, 
unlearned book in the description since I've not finished it yet. And I'll put the uh, fuck feelings book in the description as well because I haven't. That's the one I'm going to go into next once I uh, finish unlearned. So, again, man, if you listen to this podcast, I appreciate you. I love you for taking the time out of your day to listen to my voice. You know, that's that's just pure love to me. And um, yeah, man, be safe out there. Love yours. Love yourself. And um, make sure you wear a mask, man, because COVID is still buck wild out here. Like, you know, just I'll be seeing people going out and still living life, life, life. Still living life like life is regular. Man, that's a tongue twister. You know, but it's not. You know, and these cases are still going high. I saw something today where it was like Texas is the first state to surpass a million COVID cases. Like, this is crazy, man. Mask up, you know, stay, you know, practice social social distancing and stuff, man. Be safe. If you want to have a few people get together, you know, y'all be safe. Do what y'all got to do. And, um, yeah, man, let's make it to see 2021. Because a lot of people did not. A lot of people came into 2020, but a lot of people didn't make it out because of this virus. So take it serious, man. And uh, live, learn, share, and repeat. And uh, y'all be safe. One.